flag is is drenched with our blood. Because you see, so many of our ancestors was killed because we have never accepted slavery. We had to live on it, but we've never wanted it. So we know that this flag is drenched with our blood. So what the young people are saying now, give us a chance to be young men, respected as a man, as we know this country was built on the black backs of black people across this country. And if we don't have it, you ain't going to have it either, because we going to tear it up. That's what they're saying. And people ought to understand that. I, I don't see why they don't understand that. They know what they've done to us. All across this country, they know what they've done to us. What's going on, guys? It's your audible boo thing, Amber Smiles Jones. And uh, we've got ourselves a special, special podcast episode today that I, I honestly wasn't preparing to do uh, because everything that's been going on lately has been insane. And I would be crazy not to discuss it. So I've actually asked a very close friend of mine to join me on this episode and you guys probably remember her from a previous episode. Summer, thank you for, for coming on board with me today. You're welcome. So she's very soft-spoken, so I'm going to have to, you know, man her up real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought today that um, we, would, we would talk about what's going on right now. You know, there's a whole movement going on right now. You know, I mean, you must be under a fucking rock if you don't know what's going on. Just open your phone. <laughs> look at, you know, those weird uh, curfew alerts you've been getting? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason for that shit. There's a lot going on. And I will say this, um, the Black Lives Matter. Oh, great. My neighbor's dog wants to join in. This is fantastic. Anyways, the Black Lives <laughs> Matters uh, movement has been amazing and phenomenal and the reason i say that is because it is peaceful protesting now there are a lot of people out there and i'm sure summer will agree with me and many of you listening that they are confusing uh why we're saying black lives matter and and and, and it's very frustrating when people respond with all lives matter you know that shit is annoying as hell and <laughs> I'm going to explain why. <laughs> how do you, I mean, before I do, how do you feel about that, Summer? I stand when he says all lives matter. It's like you're missing the entire point of the movie. Yeah. Like you're just blinded. Like, it almost no one feels said like, you didn't matter. It, it almost feels like they're trying to, like, what all of us do. Like, I mean, it's like, duh. <laughs> like, we understand that all lives matter. However, all lives are not currently in danger constantly, you know, by the, you know, of exactly. the police or, or, or anything, you know, just racism against black people is crazy. Now, I know. When I do this podcast, sometimes I have my white voice. But listen, 
I'm black <laughs> and I'm pissed off. <laughs> now I talk about it. So let me let me tell you right now before we really dig into this shit. If you are a Trump supporter, you might not like this episode. I'm gonna be real with you right now. If you are a white supremacist, you're probably not gonna like this episode. This you episode. know, if you're a Nazi, this ain't gonna work out for you. Um, <laughs> was it alt left and all the other ones, all the other little tiny classifications in between? It's not gonna work out. You're you're gonna hate this. If you if you are wanting to listen to this because you want to learn something, you want to maybe try to understand something you don't because it is okay as uh, I'm going to use the example white person because that's pretty much what's going on right now, but it is okay as a white person or someone who doesn't understand what's going on with this movement to admit that you don't understand because we want you to ask so we can educate and inform you because your offspring and their offspring, whatever the fuck you believe, that's what you're going to put out into your family and your friends and your peers. And you're going to look for people who think like you, who act like you, you know, and hopefully we can convince you uh, (laughs) to hang around those who do not spew hate all over the fucking place. That's, that's what I want. That's my hope here. That's my hope here. So if you're one of those people, fucking get yourself a bag of chips and let's do this, (laughs) 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 you know? So one of the reasons why I do not like the All Lives Matter, um, pro, I guess, movement is because it, it kind of negates the entire situation. I'm going to give you an example of why. And this is a very interesting example that I think, you know, kind of makes sense. I- imagine that you, all of you listening, you're a lifeguard right now. Okay, you're on the beach, it's a beautiful sunny day, and you look out and you see someone who needs your help, they're flailing around, they're drowning, they can't breathe, they're going down. As a lifeguard, your job is to get up off your ass and save them, get out into the water, save them, whatever it takes, that's your job, render aid, right? That's how that works, okay? Now, just because you are paying attention to that person that's out there drowning does not mean you don't care about all the other lives that are sitting on the beach not fucking drowning, they don't need you right now. <laughs> you know, They don't need you right now. And that lifeguard does not need to be reminded that you're sitting on that beach. He fucking sees you. You're alive. <laughs> that is why the all lives matter movement thing, or if that's what you want to call it, annoys the shit out of me. Definitely not a movement. <laughs> well, I mean, what, I don't even know what to call it. It's just so like, you're right, it's not a fucking movement. It's, it's, it's an annoyance is what it is because it doesn't pay attention to the full into the actual issue. And that's, that is where Amber gets annoyed. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, think of that. So the next time someone says black lives matter and you decide to respond with all lives matter, please remember this episode. Okay. Play it for someone and say, see, this is why you stupid as fuck April shit. I don't know who April is. If your name is April, I'm not actually speaking to you. <laughs> mm. That's just how I feel about this shit right here, man. So we got a lot of people talking about the Black Lives Matter movement. We have a lot of people that are going out there and 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 putting themselves in the protest. 
Okay. And I, I am pleased to say that I'm one of those people. I got a chance to go out there and protest in the Hollywood uh, protest out here. And I, I wasn't even meaning to. I actually came across four people standing on the corner of Melrose and Western. And I was like, I had my little Black Lives Matter sign that I made out of a, um, a paper, uh, <laughs> a paper shopping bag from Ralph's <laughs> and some duct tape and um, a Sharpie. And then I just like put, uh, put a hole in there and an old shoestring so I can wear it around my neck in case I needed to like run. I didn't want to drop my sign. You feel me? I was ready. <laughs> Anywho, I was actually on my way to the dispensary, which is a black owned dispensary. And I came across these four people who were standing there. None of them were black, which was beautiful. I got to say, I love that. But they all had their I can't breathe signs. And they had their Black Lives Matter signs and say his name, you know. So I had my sign and I got so uh, enthralled. I was so into what I was seeing. I forgot where the fuck I was going, which is which is serious because, you know, listen, I enjoy my weed. Okay, this is L.A. It's legal here. Yum, yum. And especially all the stress that a bitch has been going through lately, because literally before that, before that day, which I think it was like, uh, was that Monday or Tuesday? I think it was summer. What, what day was that? That was like Tuesday. Yeah, and, um, yeah, I believe it was. Yeah, Tuesday. And uh, it was just like before that day, like summer will tell you, I, w- I was like crying. Like I was angry. I was like doing uh, my, my you- lives. I was mad. <laughs> You weren't yourself. I wasn't. Definitely. I, I wasn't. I was just, ah, you know. But then the interesting part is about an hour and a half after holding up the signs, every now, you know, you have, you're at a crosswalk, you know, uh, you know, uh, crosswalk area. So that is where all the cars were coming. So they started beeping their horns and we were shouting, Black Lives Matter. And then something horrifying happened. Like legit, 10 police, uh, like police cruisers and vehicles all different sizes. They just started coming east towards us. And we all got kind of scared because we know what's been going on in, you know, in the news right now. You know, protesters, peaceful or not, they're being, you know, attacked just because you are a protester. So we all, you know what I'm saying? So it was was terrifying. It it felt just like when I get pulled over by a cop, except there were 10 cop cars and they were all filled with cops coming towards you. That's <laughs> you intensify that shit. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> you didn't tell me about this. Oh, yeah, that part happened. My bad. So, <laughs> yeah. So when this happens, um, all five of us at this point, we all get, you know, we take a knee, we put our hands up, and we didn't put our signs down because we wanted them to see them. You know, um, started. Some of us started kind of trembling a bit because it was kind of scary. Yeah. Um, some of the cops just pretended like they didn't see us and they rolled by, thank God, because they weren't coming towards us. Let me just get to that point. And then some of them would hold, you know, give us a black power hand sign or the peace sign or just a slight nod to acknowledge us because some of them can't say anything. They can't join the movement. Sometimes I understand, like logically I get it, but emotionally I hate it, if that makes sense. You know what I mean, Summer? Yeah, I, I definitely understand. Yeah. Cause it's like their job and it's like between a rock and a hard place because right now we're in a pandemic still. So there aren't a lot of jobs available. So quitting to join a movement. Yes, that's wise and great, but you, they still got to feed their fucking kids and children, you know? And I, I, I won't lie. I have police in my family. I have military in my family 
and they're all wonderful people, you know, but what a lot of people don't understand and maybe, maybe not even know is that from what I, from my research and please correct me if I'm wrong, you know, hit me up on, on the, on the Twitter at it's pro silly and uh, let me know. But from when I, from my research and learning is that the police wasn't even really invented until after the slaves were freed. And you know why that is? That was because they were terrified that we would want revenge, that we would burn that shit down. They were terrified. Police force came up, man. And then ever since then, it has been just brutality on black people for no goddamn reason. Now, a lot of people don't know that. You know what I mean? And if I'm wrong, correct a bitch, because I love to be educated, please. <laughs> Come with me with receipts, though. <laughs> you know, it's just a lot. So I have something that um, I want you guys to hear. And some are you too. I'm not sure if you've heard this, heard this before, but this is coming from my girl. Okay, uh, Angela. <clears throat> Ooh, shit. <laughs> Okay. Well, <laughs> well uh, <laughs> Angela Davis. <laughs> Apparently, my whole my whole throat don't work right now. I'm so angry, I can't even. <laughs> my mouth don't work. All of this, it's all broken. So, Angela Davis. For those of you who don't know, she is a um, African American political activist. No, she's a black political activist philosopher. And uh, she's amazing, 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 amazing. And uh, she was actually a, a professor, um, or not was, is a professor uh, at the University of California, Santa Cruz. So anywho, I want to go ahead and share this wonderful, wonderful, it was an interview that she had. She was asked a question and she's answering it and it's fucking beautiful. And uh, I want to share it with you. So let me just go ahead and pop her up here. Okay. All right. Oh, oh, I'm making mistakes. Uh, and time in, and then you ask me, you know, whether I approve of violence. I mean, that just doesn't make any sense at all. Uh, whether I approve of guns. I grew up in Birmingham, Alabama. Uh, some very, very good friends of mine were killed by bombs, bombs that were planted by racists. Uh, I remember from, from the time I was very small, I remember the sounds of bombs exploding across the street, our house shaking. I remember my father having to have guns at his disposal at all times because of the fact that at any moment uh, uh, someone we, we might expect to be attacked. The man who was at that time in con complete control of the city government, his name was Bull Connor, uh, would often get on the radio and make statements like, uh, 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 niggas have moved into a white neighborhood, uh, we better expect some bloodshed tonight. And sure enough, there would be bloodshed. Uh, after the four young girls who were, who lived very, who lived, one of them lived uh, next door to me, uh, I was very good friends with the sister of, of another one. My, my sister was very good friends with all three of them. My mother taught one of them in her class. My mother... In fact, when the bombing occurred, one of the mothers of uh, one of the young girls called my mother and said, uh, 
can you take me down to the church to pick up uh, Carol? I, you know, we heard about the bombing, and I, and I don't have my car. And they went down, and what did they find? They found limbs and heads strewn all over the place. And then after that, uh, in my neighborhood, all the men organized themselves into an armed patrol. They had to take their guns and patrol our community every night because they did not want that to happen again. I mean, that's why when someone asked me about violence, uh, uh, I just uh, I just find it incredible. It, because it, what it means is that the person who's asking that question has absolutely no idea what black people have gone through, what black people have experienced in this country since the time the first black person was kidnapped from the shores of Africa. See, that right there is deep. So... Let me also say that she mentioned that the racist, and this was like in the 70s, this was a 70s interview, 1970-something, and she mentioned that the racists were setting bombs and they were exploding and killing people in our area. Now, that kind of reminds me a little bit of the looting that's going on and the rioting that's going on, because what the media is not showing you is that it is not the Black Lives Matter protesters who are rioting and looting and setting shit on fire. Okay. (laughs) There are a lot of people outside of that movement that are doing that, including police officers. I've actually seen that. The crazy thing is, is people forget that now there are phones with cameras everywhere. Summer, do we not all have phones with cameras everywhere? Yes, yes, I'll, I'll have some. Are you on speaker? <laughs> huh? Huh? Am I on speaker? Take take that off speaker. You sound weird. You sound, you sound weird. weird too. <laughs> all right, but yeah, we all have phones and cameras everywhere, so it's very difficult to uh, to to hide that. You know, you can't get away with shit. We can see you. We see you. <laughs> We've talked about this on the show before. You have African-American rappers saying N-word this and N-word that, but a Caucasian can't. So say it. Say what? Say the word you want to say. I'm not saying that I want to say it. I'm just saying that I can't. So you can't. Say it. Say it right now. I will say it with you. Oh, this is hypocritical. You know we can't. Sure you can. This is America. Both of you. Say it. I, all right, I think we can move on. Why, why move on when you want to say both? Oh, man. So we, we lost Summer. We had a technical difficulty, and uh, we couldn't get her back. But that's okay. Summer, I want to thank you for joining us. You know, for the 17 minutes you were here, it was, it was great. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's something else that, uh, that kind of bothers me is, is why do white people want to say nigga so bad? Like, what... what Y- y'all said it for a long ass time. You had the the hard ER and everything, you know, for for like four hundred plus goddamn years. You know, see, <laughs> like y'all was doing whatever the fuck, you know. And it, it's it's it's. I don't get why you want to say it so bad. I don't, I don't I don't understand that shit. You know, but can we say it if it's in a song? Let me tell you something, and I'm gonna make this super clear to everybody listening right now. You can say whatever the fuck you want to say. You really can you can say whatever you want, but you need to also understand that people will react to the shit that you say and the shit that you do. 
which is another reason why I don't understand why people people feel so proud to spread their racist hatred all over their social media and then be shocked as fuck uh, when their businesses fail and people get them fired and all that other shit because we're we're tired of it, bro. We're tired of it. You know what I'm saying? Even my neighbor's dog is tired of it. Listen to him. I'm every time he barks, I'm gonna pretend like he's saying Black Lives Matter. That's that's how I get food at, honestly. You know, it's just Oh my good god, it's it's just insane. And I wanna go ahead and, and share something that um my homegirl Akila Hughes, well she's not really my homegirl. I never met her, but I <laughs> she's one of my favorite YouTubers and tweeters. <laughs> but uh, anyways, she wrote a tweet today that I that I love and it says White women, please keep this I want to speak to the manager energy about the police. You were told by AppleCare that life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness applied to all people. And no, you would not like to be placed on hold. (laughs) Oh my God, I fucking love it. I 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 love it. You know, see, you hear Black Lives Matter. That's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. I can't, you know, every time I try to wait to record my podcast, I never get a chance to do that because this dog never shuts up. So I'm going to pretend he's he's protesting for us. Now, I don't know if you guys have Twitter or you're paying attention, but trust me when I say you need to download Twitter, okay, because the truth is in the social media right now. The news they're not sharing all that, all the truth. Let me tell you why. Who owns the, the, the media? Rich old white people, okay? And a lot of them are fucking Republicans. A lot of them are the MAGA supporters and the Trump supporters right now, okay? So their own, <laughs> the media has a job to do, but they have to do it biasly because they're paid to. You understand? They're not going to give you the full story. They're not. Because that's why all of y'all think that when you see BLM spray painted on the side of a building, that a Black Lives Matter protester did that. No, that's not the case. So download social media (laughs) and pay attention. Okay, so I have some more amazing, interesting things and uh, speeches that I want to share with you guys. So let's, uh, let's learn something together, man. Because until we all admit that there is a change that needs to be made, the change is not going to be made. So here's what I say, man. We all need to we all need to just act like exes. You know what I'm saying? Like your ex-girlfriend, your ex-boyfriend, and just, but the country is your ex. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, why won't you love me? That's how we fucking feel. That's how the black people feel. We're like an ex that doesn't get it. Why won't you love us? So if you do, I want to make sure, man, like fucking support black owned businesses, man. You know what I'm saying? Put Black Lives Matter somewhere. Go protest. Share on social media. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, talk to your coworkers and your friends and your family and your peers and your neighbors and try to get them to understand. Listen, bro. This shit is real. Pay attention. <laughs> you know, this isn't this is not the first time that we've had riots in this country and to be honest with you, it probably won't be the last. And the same goes for protests. 
you know, but until we stand up and do what we're supposed to fucking do, do our part, it's going to be like this for a very long time. people think they're better than black people and they want to oppress us and they want us to allow ourselves to be oppressed this is the big i agree with you uh perfectly this is the basic problem then what do you think white people about? i think they're better What's than I can others do? i can't solve the problem you guys pull the strings at closed schools you guys draw the boundaries that keep our kids restricted to the ghetto you guys write up the restrictive covenants that keep us out of houses so it's up to you to talk to your brothers and your sisters and persuade them that they have a responsibility. We've assumed ours for over 400 years, and we're tired of this kind of stuff now. We're not going to suffer patiently anymore. No more turning the other cheek, no more blessing our enemies, no more praying for those who despitefully use us. We're going to show you that we've learned the lessons you've taught us. We've studied your history, and you did not take over this country by singing we shall overcome you did not gain control of the world like you have it now by dealing fairly with a man and keeping your word you're treaty breakers you're liars you're thieves you rape entire continents and races of people then you wonder why these very people don't have any confidence or trust in you your religion means nothing your law is a farce and we see it every day you demonstrated it in alabama and i can say you because you're part of the whole system you profit from it in fact you make your living from it you couldn't walk around and talk to people, stand up in your pulpit on Sunday and preach nice little songs and say, now we're going to give thanks to the Lord for he is good and old Jesus be among us. As far as we're concerned, your Jesus is contaminated, just like everything else you've tried to force upon us is contaminated. Uh, I just love everything that he said. I I cannot find uh, any information about that particular interview that you had. It is something that I came across um, on like a Twitter feed or Instagram feed, I think it was Instagram, and it didn't explain where they got it from or who it was, but it was a black man, and it seemed like he was a barber because he was cutting another black man's hair, like shaping it up, and he was being interviewed by a white man, you know, and he was he was explaining like this is this is what it is, like we, <laughs> he was being truthful as fuck. You heard his words, you know. And when I heard, I came across that as I was scrolling on my social media content and I was like, this is amazing. We're living in a time where I can learn something new that I didn't know before. You know what I mean? Or I can experience something I wasn't alive to experience before. If it wasn't for social media right now, I would have never come across that particular interview that moved me so much. And I love that, you know. I'm hoping that you guys are not only learning something, but enjoying what you're hearing too. But I want you to I want you to pass along, you know, the positive message that this particular podcast episode is giving you. You know what I mean? Alright, so obviously we ha- we have Oh my gosh, I have so much I want to talk about and so much I want to discuss, but I'm trying so hard not to make this a super long um, podcast episode, (laughs) you know, but uh, up next, I want to go ahead and discuss the guy who, or group, I should say, that is pretty much, um, I'm hoping that they're going to, uh, well, save us. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have heard of Anonymous or Legion, but trust me when I say, you, you're going to want to listen to this. citizens of the United States, this is a message from Anonymous to the Minneapolis Police Department. 
Police brutality and murder is a widespread problem in the United States, which has undoubtedly infected nearly every jurisdiction in the country, but the Minneapolis Police Department is among the worst, and has a horrific track record of violence and corruption. This week's brutal killing of George Floyd, which has sparked protests and national outrage, is merely the tip of the iceberg, in a long list of high-profile cases of wrongful death at the hands of officers in your state. In fact, in the past two decades, 193 people have been killed by police in Minnesota. In recent years, we have seen numerous high-profile killings in the area, including the deaths of Jamar Clark, Philando Castile, Justine Damond, Thurman Blevins, and Brian Quinones. These are only the cases to catch headlines, where videos or other evidence proves that the police are lying. Sadly, in the vast majority of police killings, the only one left alive to tell the story is the officer who took the person's life, and thus the cycle is able to continue because none of these murderers ever face any justice for their actions. This travesty has gone on for far too long, and now the people have had enough. In the most recent case of George Floyd, the blatant disregard for human life exhibited by the officers is undeniable, and all evidence that has been released so far has shown that Floyd was being entirely compliant with the officers, which contradict earlier claims from police that he was resisting arrest. Furthermore, our initial investigation of the offending officers has revealed a criminal pattern of violence on the job. At least two of the officers involved in Floyd's arrest, Derek Chauvin and Dio Yutheo, have a history of on-the-job shootings and excessive force complaints. The Star Tribune reported this week that Chauvin, the officer most directly responsible for Floyd's death, has been involved in numerous on-the-job shootings where suspects were killed. There were four officers on the scene at the time of the incident, one who kept the gathering crowds away, and three who were forcefully holding Floyd down. Onlookers warned the officer that he was crushing the man to death, but none of the police on the scene seemed to have any concern for Floyd's condition. You may have fired these officers to save face, but it is obvious that this type of behavior is condoned, if not encouraged within your police department, as it is in others. Officers who kill people and commit other crimes need to be held accountable just like the rest of us, otherwise, they will believe that they have a license to do whatever they want. You will claim that this is just the work of a few bad apples, but what of the officers who stand by and do nothing while they commit offenses against the people they encounter, and the police departments like yours who refuse to prosecute these criminals as they would one of the citizens that they are sworn to protect? People have had enough of this corruption and violence from an organization that promises to keep them safe. After the events of the past few years, many people are now beginning to learn that you are not here to save us, but rather, you are here to oppress us and carry out the will of the criminal ruling class. You are here to keep order for the people in control, not to provide safety for the people who are being controlled. In fact, you are the very mechanism that elites use to continue their global system of oppression, and the world is finally starting to wake up to this, and they are becoming increasingly angry every time they see blood needlessly spilled without consequence. These officers must face criminal charges, and Officer Chauvin especially should face murder charges. Unfortunately, we do not trust your corrupt organization to carry out justice, so we will be exposing your many crimes to the world. We are legion. Expect us. That was anonymous. Uh, they're back. And for those of you who don't know who that is, they're, um, and I'm, I'm looking at Wikipedia right now. <laughs> uh, okay, now they are, it's a decentralized an international activist, and they put slash hacktivist collective movement that is widely known for its various cyber attacks against several governments, government institutions, and government agencies, corporations, and the Church of Scientology. 
<laughs> so yeah, they've been out since I think uh but 2003-2004. They're super serious and they have gone to work on Donald Trump. Let me tell you. And it makes me so flipping happy. If you want to find out, they've been leaking documents that Donald Trump apparently uh has been paying off people because he's done some let's say not so good things to women, duh. And unfortunately, the children as well. We're not going to dig into that because this is this is not about that. Um, and also, it makes me sick to think about. So I don't want to discuss it right now. <laughs> you know, but yeah, uh, thank God for Legion. Thank God for Anonymous, that group, the hacktivist group. You know, I'd send them after all of them because there's so many corrupt, rich assholes running this government that's in charge of our safety and in my opinion, and not even just my opinion, <laughs> you know, the, the, the mayor right now of Los Angeles, Eric Garcetti, he is one of them, you know, so I hope that, uh, I hope Anonymous or Legion, <laughs> whichever they, 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 they prefer, you know, get them all, get them all, the big fish and the little fish and anybody attached to them that's helping them, get them all, that's how I feel about it, shit, <laughs> But um, one thing I have to say, though, is not everybody is on our side. Yeah, there are a lot of uh, people who you would think is a, is a part of the Black Lives Matter movement or who understand our pain and, and, and how we feel and, 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 and what we want and what we expect and where we've been and where we want to be, you know. And uh, little Wayne, unfortunately, uh, he's been he's been playing the neutral card. You know, he's been, he been on that neutral, you know, what I'm saying. But when you're neutral, you don't go nowhere, <laughs> you know. And then there's Trina. Yeah, that dumb bitch. She chose a good she chose a side. She chose a side. I want to go ahead and play this clip that Trina played. Now, for those of you who are like, who's Trina? Who's that? And that's fine. I don't, I don't mind that you don't know who that bitch is, but <laughs> I guess I'll go ahead and explain who she is. So Trina is a, um, she's a professional, uh, rapper. She's a, she's a black female rapper who, uh, who got like real famous, like in the late nineties. And, um, she, she now has, I think a, um, she now has like a, she lives in, what do you call it? Miami, Florida right now. And uh, she was on a radio show, whatever, with uh you know Trina and uh with Trick Daddy you know Trick Daddy and Trina was having a little conversation you know what I'm saying but she said some things in this interview with Trick Daddy that uh yeah yeah nah bruh nah now I'm gonna play I'm gonna play the, the fucked up shit that she said okay and of course she's you know of course she's trying to backtrack that shit trying to apologize all of a sudden but that's what people do they say the cruel, horrible shit that they want to say, and then they want to say they sorry once the internet gets mad. Nah. Nah, Trina. I, I, apology not accepted, bitch. I'm sorry. I ain't buying it. You said what you wanted to say. It is what it is. And fuck you. <laughs> she called the protesters animals and said we needed to be locked up in cages. Yeah. Yeah. And was very crude very sure of herself and she said and i quote 
well, I can't really quote, but she said, <laughs> I don't remember the exact words, but she said, I know exactly what I'm saying. La, la, la. You know, I'm going to just let you hear this garbage. From 9 p.m. to 6 a.m. and will be enforced until Gomez lifts the order. They need to make the curfew at 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. That's how I feel. No. Keep everybody off the streets. These animals off the streets that are running around in Miami-Dade County, acting like they have escaped from a zoo. Lock them up at 5 p.m. so the streets can be nice and clean. That's how I feel. What the streets got to do with the people's lives? You got money. We're not talking about the lies. We're not you talking about money. that. We're not talking about the lies. We're not talking about that. You got money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These people got to go to work. Mm-hmm. These people been on lockdown. I've been on lockdown too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. You've been on lockdown. I've been on lockdown just like them. Uh-huh. take a little break this bitch is pissing me off okay she's just talking over people yelling at niggas she's not even proving a point it's just a bunch of blah 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 you know what i'm saying now she wants to take all this shit back you know and she she's just getting started her ignorant her ignorant ass rant is just getting started bruh like she's not Man, Trick Daddy, I don't know how the fuck you you put up with that shit. I would have been cut her ass off. But yeah, this is an interview. You know, Trick Daddy on uh, 99 Jams Radio. Okay. And (laughs) son of a bitch. Let let me. I need you need to hear the rest of this bullshit. Like, oh my God. (laughs) 
and, and many of you may not know this, but Trina considers considers herself the baddest bitch. She does. She considers herself the baddest bitch. But right now, in my opinion, she's the dumb baddest bitch. I, that dumb bitch. And I don't like to I don't like to call women I don't know bitches. But fuck that bitch. All right. <laughs> All right, Trina. Let's hear more of your bullshit. Fired Minneapolis police officer Derek Siobhan has been arrested and charged with third degree murder. Third degree murder and manslaughter. Okay, third degree murder means a homicide committed with the intention of causing bodily harm but not necessarily death. If convicted, he could get 25 years in prison or a murder charge up to 10 years in prison for manslaughter. And that's supposed to justify everything, right? Like, are you going to put him in a death chair? Because otherwise, all the rest of the stuff y'all doing don't make sense to me. That's what I'm saying. Now, I have so much to say, Miami. I am fired up. I am pissed off. And I am ready today. So, that's it. I don't have to be careful what I say. I'm a grown grown person. And I'm not contradicting myself at all. I I know what I want to say. I have everything I want to say. And not you and nobody else ain't going to tell me how to say it. This morning, Monday morning, I am ready. I'm ready to speak and say what I got to say. All y'all fake for the protests and the fake. Oh, we so concerned about George Floyd. Half of y'all are marching. I'm not even caring about this man. People are just doing maliciously. Everybody, everybody wasn't looping and burning up stuff. Yeah. So you cannot yeah. compare what other people are doing to the people that are using this for the wrong reason. Yeah. Because it's a handful of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's only a handful of them. Mm-hmm. The rest of us are... This bitch is so condescending. Mm-hmm. 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 She's not listening. Like, like they trying to educate her. And people like that... It's, it's like annoying as fuck because you can't, oh God, you cannot teach closed-minded people who just want to focus on what they want to focus on. She don't get the big fucking picture. And I don't know if maybe money fucked her up or something and she just, maybe she's so emotional, she can't see right, she can't grab her senses or her, or her words. But you heard her, ladies and gentlemen. She, she You heard her. She, she knew exactly what the fuck she was saying. I love it. Mm-hmm. When the police get behind you and the red and blue lights come on, you're not supposed to be scared. You're not supposed to be scared. I'm never scared. I have my license and registration and insurance. I'm not scared. I know that my rights. Well, everybody that got killed by the police. Exactly. Well, that's not necessarily. Not necessarily. That's infantry to take. See, now, first of all, she she's bullshit. I ain't never scared. I got my license and my registration. But with this, I, I guess apparently with this 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 ooh this doesn't understand is that even if a black person, especially a black man, has his license, there's still a good chance that he's gonna get shot reaching for his goddamn wallet, and it has happened many times before. It is insane. You know, shit, man, look at all the black men that have died and not even just black men, black women, too, and children who have died at the hands of the police because the police were afraid. They they tell you all the time, I was in fear for my life. But why? 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 Think about that. That makes no fucking sense. So many unarmed black people have been killed. 
I'm talking hundreds. I'm not, I'm not talking hundreds, actually. I'm, I'm not even talking thousands. <laughs> I mean, you're talking about 400 plus years of this bullshit. <laughs> we had peaceful marches and peaceful protests, but you killed our peaceful leaders. And we're supposed to stay peaceful at all times? It, like, uh, listen, let me just say this. I logically understand the riots. I understand the looting. But I also would never fucking physically participate in that shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't do good in jail. I'm too cute for that shit. But <laughs> I understand the rage wanting to get it out and do something, be seen, be heard. That I understand. You heard Angela Davis and you heard the very beginning of this podcast episode. It logically makes sense. What I don't understand is people who don't understand it. <laughs> That's what I don't fucking understand. Now, let's 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 listen to Trina contradict herself in a video that that I found on YouTube that uh she she she's getting pulled over by the cops. But she is doing a lot of bitching about it. She don't sound nothing like what you just fucking heard. So, so peep this, peep this. I want you to get this on camera. You see the police giving me a ticket. I don't give up. Hey, Trina, what's up? Hey, Trina, what's up? Hey, Trina, what's up? Hey, Trina, what's up? Hey, Trina, she don't give a fuck about the police. You know why she don't give a fuck? Because that bitch got money. She told you in the video. She'll pay that fucking ticket. She don't give a fuck. But I think that Trina has forgotten what it's like to be poor, black, and invisible. She's a fucking celebrity. She's not invisible. And you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand this. I, I don't. I don't uh, anger. Oh my God, this is a very interesting podcast episode because it wasn't something that I planned, to be honest with you. It's just something I was like, well, I got to get some shit off my chest and I want, I want to grab their attention. I want them to hear, you know what I'm saying, what it is that I, what I'm saying and hopefully not only hear it, but understand what I'm saying, you know, oh man. Okay. So the next thing uh, I want to go ahead and, um, I want, I want to go ahead and share with y'all something or someone, excuse me, that you have heard probably before a lot over the last week or so, you know, uh, Tamika Mallory, she is a, uh, an activist and she, a black activist. And she gave this, this powerful, powerful speech that I think you guys need to listen to. We cannot look at this as an isolated incident. The reason why buildings are burning are not just for our brother, George Floyd. We're, they're burning down because people here in Minnesota are saying to people in New York, to people in California, to people in Memphis, to people all across this nation, enough is enough. And we are not responsible for the mental illness that has been inflicted upon our people by the American government, institutions, and those people who are in positions of power. I don't give a damn if they burn down Target. Because Target should be on the streets with us calling for the justice that our people deserve. Where was AutoZone at the time when Philando Castile was shot in a car, which is what they actually represent? Where were they? 
So if you are not coming to the people's defense, then don't challenge us when young people and other people who are frustrated and instigated by the people you pay, you are paying instigators to be among our people out there throwing rocks, breaking windows, and burning down buildings. And so young people are responding to that. They are enraged, and there's an easy way to stop it. Arrest the cops. Charge the cops. Charge all the cops. Not just some of them. Not just here in Minneapolis. Charge them in every city across America where our people are being murdered. Charge them everywhere. That's the bottom line. Charge the cops. Do your job. Do what you say this country is supposed to be about, the land of the free for all. It has not been free for black people, and we are tired. Don't talk to us about looting. Y'all are the looters. America has looted black people. America looted the Native Americans when they first came here. So looting is what you do. We learned it from you. We learned violence from you. We learned violence from you. The violence was what we learned from you. So if you want us to do better, then damn it, you do better. I, uh, <laughs> I gotta be honest with you. When I heard her speak, it moved me to, to, a, to, to a state of mind that I didn't know I could get to. Now I, I've, I, I'm black, I'm female, and I'm gay. So I'm three things that a lot of people in this world wish were dead. But I'm still here. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, not sorry, not sorry about it. <laughs> but th- th- everything she said was true. You know, burn it all down. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Well, you know, I I, I give, I just don't care. Trina seemed to give a shit about all that property, but I, I, I feel like the black lives that have been taken are worth way more than, than, than some book bags and, and, and shoes or whatever the fuck they're looting. I don't know, (laughs) you know, even if it's something more than that, you know what I mean? So it's totally fine with me. I don't care, but it was just so beautiful so beautifully spoken with such emotion, I was completely moved. And it just inspired the shit out of me. After I saw that, that's when I made my Black Lives Matter poster that I made out of out of the, uh, the grocery bag that I told you about earlier. <laughs> and um, she just inspired me. So, you know, God bless. God bless Tamika for that, because I, she, she's going to make a change. And I'm so glad that she has a voice that people are listening to and people a voice that that can reach people you know so yeah that's what we need so i um i actually asked a friend of mine who is a um a creator you know she does tiktok videos and she's a model and she's a mom and she's amazing so i asked her uh, and her son actually if they would share what um what they've been feeling about what's going on so Let's go ahead and see what they have to say. Hello, everybody. My name is Sama. Um, This whole situation got me so stressed out. I think it has... I think it has everybody really stressed out, honestly. Um, 
I think we just gotten to a point where we are so tired of everybody telling us how to react. Um, I think that we are doing a great thing by taking a stand. You know, uh, it's very scary for people like us who are mothers who are raising black children. And I really want grandkids that don't have to worry about walking around, you know, or getting pulled over. Now, everybody's so focused on the riots and the looting. And this is not, I think that everybody's like missing the point here and what the actual problem is. Now, I don't know how many other people can actually commit a small crime like selling cigarettes and get arrested and be able to walk away. That is the biggest problem here, and I hope everybody can see that soon. So, yeah, Black Lives Matter. That was well fucking said. Uh, <laughs> I'm so glad that um, that you that you decided to share with all of us how you feel about that because she is absolutely right. People are focused on the wrong thing. You understand? If if black lives were not being taken off this earth every goddamn day for any fucking reason that people see fit, this wouldn't be a problem for anybody to be upset about. They would, oh, Trina wouldn't be so mad, you know what I'm saying, about all the, all, all the, the property and, and, and items that were destroyed. She wouldn't give a fuck because it wouldn't be happening. We'd be happy. And I understand that we have a lot of, a lot of work to do and a long way to go. But like like she said, we've got to focus because it is about the future for our children and our children's children and so forth. And speaking of which, let's go ahead and see what her son has to say about this. My name is TJ and I'm 11 years old. I wanted to discuss this situation and how I feel about it. I'm scared of what might happen to my family and friends. I'm black and I'm scared that this might happen to me too. I hope once the cops go to jail, we keep fighting to the end and and to end this permanently because black lives do matter. I hope you guys are safe out there. Oh Oh my God. (laughs) He's so cute. But he's also right. And and you know, hearing words like that from a child, it just it how does that not get to you? The fact that he was able to I'm full of emotion and fear and anger and sadness and rage and I have so much. But that that young man is growing up and seeing all this right now, what's going on. And he's going to remember this when he gets older. He's going to remember this just like we remembered it when we were younger, just like our parents remembered it when they were younger and their parents and their parents and so on. That is how long of a problem this has been. My grandmother's grandmother was a slave, so it really wasn't that far back. You understand? It wasn't that long ago. (laughs) We're still fighting for something. And it's so infuriating to continue fighting to people who aren't fucking listening. That's why the world is on fire. But you know what? It's not just here in, in the U.S. We are growing support from people all 
over the globe. Italy, Germany, Tokyo, Japan. Oh, that is the same place. <laughs> China. You know what I'm saying? We Fuck, the Amish are out on the street. I don't know who the fuck told them. <laughs> but they're out there. They got their sharpies. They got their 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 poster boards. They're out there. They're mark. You know, it's it's amazing. I, who again? Don't know who told them. But the fact that they're out there supporting is amazing. Got the witches out there. The Wiccans. They're supporting. Even Texas. <laughs> A lot of fucking races in Texas. I tell you what. <laughs> it's just. It's amazing. England, you know, it's just all over the country, places that you wouldn't even think would give two shits, give a shit because they're tired of seeing, they're tired of seeing, sorry guys, I'm just, they're tired of seeing these black lives just erased from this world for for a sport. It feels like it feels like they hunt us down for sport and we're tired and you wonder why you wonder why we're so angry because you don't listen. We have been begging and pleading and protesting peacefully and singing our hymns and writing to the government and holding our protests and our activists giving amazing speeches and all kinds of shit. There was even a time we tried to build our own community in the 1920s, but guess what? They took that down. We had our own churches. We had our own hospitals. We had doctors. We had dentists. We had banks. We had post offices. We had our own shit, and they took that from us too. And it's so fucking frustrating because you keep all these races go back to Africa. Bitch, we didn't want to be here in the first place. You bought us here without our consent and you stole the land from people who were already here so if anybody needs to go back anywhere it definitely sure the fuck ain't us and I apologize I'm just it's a lot and the fact that that young man has to grow up in a world like this it sickens me to my core it is up to us to do something and to educate them trainers of the fucking world. That's for goddamn sure. That bitch lost her fucking mind. And now she's trying to backtrack on the stupid shit that she said. But it's out there now. <laughs> it's out there now. And also, guys, pay attention to these businesses and these fast food restaurants. And your even the jobs you work for, the companies you work for. Are, are they saying anything? Are they... With the Black Lives Matter movement, are they against it? Are, are they just silent? Do they give a shit? Pay attention. Pay attention. Who is use, who, who's utilizing what's going on right now for their own personal gain? And who is not using their platform to make a change and to get the message out? What influencers out there don't give a shit? And they're not even talking about it. Call them the fuck out. Because it's it's our job and theirs too. And they have a platform so they can reach people and spread some love and some goddamn knowledge. That's why we are here. So I'm going to go ahead and we're going to end this podcast in a moment. I'm going to leave you guys 
with two more voice clips, sound clips that I've got. One that I made um, from a video I, I made like legit the day that Trump <laughs> was elected. I made a video on my YouTube channel literally that day. So if you want to take a look at that old ass video, my dreads were so much shorter then. <laughs> feel free to do so. Uh, but here is the trailer that I made for it. And it's, it definitely has a message that I want you to hear. Remember, that dog is saying Black Lives Matter. That's what he's saying. Listen. Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. He he doesn't have the same, like, he doesn't stay on beat, but that's what. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then after you guys hear that, I'm going to go ahead and close you off with, uh, actually, one of my favorite uh, celebrities, LL Cool J. He has been live on uh, Instagram and he has been uh, spreading the word and doing his thing. And I got a lot of love and respect for all of these celebrities and influencers who are using their platform to make a change to inside a change to do something other than sit there and count their goddamn money. (laughs) So, you know, I, I really appreciate that. And there are lots of people, other celebrities that are doing that, but I can't play a clip of everyone. This podcast episode would turn into a, a fucking special that no one will listen to. <laughs> I got like three listeners. Leave me alone. <laughs> okay, guys, let's go ahead and uh, let's start to shut it down just a little bit. So we're about Donald Trump. What do you think about him? He would have made uh, a better abortion than a president. We're at we're at the midst of another civil war. There is a target on our backs. I'm still black. I'm still gay. I'm still a woman. In the good old days, this doesn't happen because they used to treat them very, very rough. Until you are not the tinge of writing paper, you have no idea what it's like to be persecuted. Knock the hell out of that big mouth. The next time we see him, we might have to kill him. You have no clue. Our country needed help before. We definitely need somebody with an S on their chest to save us now. You know, if there's anything that you can take from this podcast episode, it's the black community is so much stronger than you think, so much smarter than you think. I don't know how you were raised or what you were taught, but if anything that 2020 could teach you is that we ain't taking no more shit. So you can take that from this episode, from this podcast episode. We ain't taking no more shit. You understand? A uh, special shout out to uh, to Summer for, for excuse me for joining us on this uh, podcast episode, as well as Sama and her lovely, lovely son TJ for sharing, uh, you know, their voices and their opinions on on what's going on here and 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 how they feel. You know, I got TJ. Damn it, you broke my heart. I love you. <laughs> just hearing that from a child's voice, it just kind of changes everything, you know? It really does. So um, before before I get going, I'm going to let you guys know that if you are interested, you can uh, go ahead and follow uh, this podcast on its own Instagram. I do have an Instagram page for this podcast now, and it's called at It's Pro Silly, and the same for our Twitter it's pro silly at it's pro silly. So follow us there. Um, I will be posting some, um, some more things on the, on my professionally, 
silly podcast um, Instagram page. It's pro silly. Uh, you can also follow me on my original, original, my, <laughs> my personal Instagram page, which is true smiles Jones. Um, you know, all that information is down below in the show notes. I'm just, I'm still thinking about TJ right now. I'm so distracted. <laughs> He's adorable. Ah, okay. So we're going to go ahead and, and shut this down. And before I go, I want to say thank you so much for listening. For those of you who stayed and listened to the whole thing, I hope that you learned something. I hope that you share this. And um, my biggest hope is that we can all come together finally, finally, and do like Michael Jackson said, you know, heal the world, <laughs> make it a better place for you and for me and the entire human race. There are people dying if you care enough for the living. All right, I won't do that anymore to you. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I ain't going to do that to y'all, man. I ain't going to do that to y'all. But I'm going to go ahead and let LL Cool J close me out. LL, go ahead and drop some knowledge on them. For 400 years, you had your knees on our necks. A garden of evil with no seeds of respect. In America's mirror, all she sees is regret. Instead of letting blood live, they begging for bloodlet. Revenge is a dish that's served on platelets. Transfusion of confusion, abusing our intellect. I can't be bought with a $1,200 check, even though $1,200 can make a meal stretch. My mama wasn't rich, but she earned my respect. She made a little bit of money for a lot of blood, tears, and sweat. Jumping up and down on police cars, I'm vexed. After Chauvin killed George Floyd, we got next. Molotov cocktails, anarchy on the set. The rich took the loot, so now we loot shit. Feeling like a caged tiger that's whipped to do tricks. That's why I started fires and yelled and threw bricks. They tried to run me over and arrest me and shit. Taze pepper spray and engage with the kid. They ran up in the state house with them AKs quick. But let a nigga try and do that white boy shit. Won't be no rubber bullets ricocheting off ribs. But the white supremacists go in the cops' faces spit. Try to barbecue? Becky calling cops on the kid. Hoping and praying it'd be some Emmett Till shit. Sandra wasn't bland. They hated Mike because he brown. Trayvon should have had an Aston Martin riding around. I'm a do Diallo. It's way too many to follow. Vato. How much of my pride I gotta swallow? God only knows how deep this plan goes. I was dealing with this shit as a teen in Kangos. Harassed by cops. Word to my ancestors' souls. And watching that man die slow left the hole. He cried for his mama as the murder unfold. If it wasn't for them phones, Chauvin would be at home. Feeling justified because of George's skin tone. I'm telling it to those with melanin, you're not alone. The new Malcolm Martin and Marcuses are now grown. America's a graveyard full of black men's bones. And I ain't got to tell you that Breonna Taylor got slayed in her own home. Had they lived, Sean could have rocked bells. Eric could have garnered attention. Beyond the t-shirts and obituary mentions. Oscar could have been counting grants. Tamir could have went to Rice. They owe them cops nothing, but all of them paid the price. So yeah, you right. We should protect our Second Amendment rights. Because in a second, a dirty cop could kick the door in at night. A two-for-tooth and a life-for-life. We refuse to live in hell while you living in paradise. Being black in America is like rolling a paradise. But the stakes are way higher. You gambling with my life. Black lives matter. Forever. Black Lives Matter. I'll see you guys next week. Thank you for listening.